welcome back to Easy Money Fantasy. We are your hosts, Lum and Romeo. We got some big trade that happened yesterday. Westbrook got traded for John Wall and a first rounder. You know, we did the rankings before this happened. So like we said, things do change. But overall for the trade, what, what do you think of it, Romeo? Well, I guess we'll talk about the guys for the Browns that we already did. Um, so obviously Harden gets affected. And Beal and uh, Westbrook all take uh, – I think it affects them all in a bit. I think Harden, just, it just makes them better. So he's still going to be your number one guy for sure. Um, so nothing really changes for Harden. His numbers might go up. Uh, he might go like full Harden MVP mode, depending on whether he gets moved. But if he stays there, yeah, he's, his value goes up. And then the other two, I think Beal goes down a bit just because Westbrook's so ball dominant. And Beal was only up there because, you know, he's pumping out like he's the first option and he was making more passes and he's running like point guard. And then Westbrook, I think, goes up a bit because I feel like he can take over that team, whereas the other team was Harden's. Now he's going to run the show and his assists, rebounds, they all might come up. So, yeah, I'd probably, from I'd Westbrook at 20, I'd probably move up to where Beal is at 18 and then move Beal down maybe to 22, 23. I think I agree with the analysis. Um John Wall's value pretty much stayed the same. I don't think it moved him in my ranking personally. Uh, Harden, I think he's right now number one for sure. It's better to have Wall as his uh, backcourt mate just because John Wall's probably going to rest a lot of games. So you're going to see some massive usage Harden (laughs) this season. Uh, I think that definitely boosts him up to number one. I think we both had him at one already, so it doesn't change anything. Uh, Westbrook and Beal. Beal definitely gets hit uh, more. I think he's the one that loses the most in this trade, fantasy-wise. Uh, his numbers definitely going to go down. Um, Westbrook is ball-dominant, so I expect Westbrook to have the ball in his hands pretty much more of the time now. Uh, I'd probably say like a 68% split. Um, and Beal is just going to be off-ball shooting. So his value goes down. And Russell Westbrook, his, I think he stays the same. I don't think he really gets better beside Bill. I think his numbers are going to stay pretty much the same. He's not going to average a triple-double like he did in OKC, but he'll just be close to it. So in my ranking, I had Bill 17, Westbrook 18. So all I would do is honestly flip it. I would just take Westbrook where Bill was and take Bill where <laughs> Westbrook was. Yeah. So my, so my rankings didn't actually get too affected. Just flip them. Wow. Not going to bump Tatum over Beal? No, sir. <laughs> Interesting. No, no. I, I think uh, I think Beal will still be better than Tatum this season. I don't know. I just don't – I don't love it. I don't love Tatum. Second round, bottom second. Yeah. Yeah. I think get him at eight, so. Yeah. No, I just flip it. That's all. Okay. I think we're going to start doing our third round now. Um, oh, yeah, how, we'll did you, them out. how did you find this third round? Um, so, yeah, I was looking at all probably the next 30 guys, and 
it's just they're really interchangeable depending on your build. Once you get your first two picks, you kind of know what direction uh, you're going to be heading in and what your cat, strong cats are going to be. And then you have to make the decision whether you want to shore up some of the average categories that you have or just really like lock in uh, those categories that you're strong in. So the third round really just depends on build. But I think we are just going to try and rate them overall as much as possible. But yeah, again, a lot of these guys can be flipped around, especially for mine coming up. Yeah, I think I found the exact same thing doing my ranking. Um, it- it was kind of hard. I think they all have very, very similar value, and it's just mostly dependent on what you need for your own build. Uh, I honestly wouldn't blame anyone for like mixing them around in the third round. But yeah, I think I tried to like you know keep it still at like you know, who I think would do best overall, assuming you know they're your actual like third round pick as the best player in that mm-hmm. round. Right? Try not to try not to bias it based on oh is he just a specialist? Um, yeah. Yes, it's still a bit hard, uh, but yeah, I think before we delve into this ranking, actually, um, I think you suggested to add an IL slot right for COVID this season, and I think it's a pretty good idea, um, just in case some of our listeners have any you know, or want suggestions on how to handle this COVID situation. So what, what, what do you think of that, adding the extra IL slot? It was your yeah, idea, think- but... I think it's going to be needed uh, for this year. I mean, there's already 48 guys that tested positive in the initial test run they did of all the, like, 500 and something players. So that's, you know, there's going to be a lot of cases where your guy has COVID and he's going to miss a week or two. So do you think the IELTS law should be uh, COVID only? Because there's kind of no way for you to say COVID only, right? If someone's actually injured, someone can slot out two injured players. Yeah, it's think... probably best. Just like it, let the commissioner kind of take over for sure. Like and just kind of do the honor system. Yeah, and if someone's doing, obviously, like putting two IR like actual IR guards, then I wouldn't say like punish them for it, but just like either address them in your group chat and tell them that you can't do that and. If they don't drop them immediately, then you know you're gonna have to make adjustments as a commissioner and make them drop one of them or make them drop somebody. Yeah, so I think in our league we're doing raising fab for waiver wire pickups, and then I think the punishment for us would be you would basically lose ten percent of your overall fab, which is ten dollars um, if if you're caught doing it. But as of right now, nothing's really confirmed just because everyone you know everyone has their own opinion on this COVID situation still getting people that don't want the, the IL slot but I think you make a very good case 48 people players have already been tested for it so and it's like a full contact sport and you know your players are just bound to get COVID traveling between cities and fans and whatnot so yeah yeah I, I think the only COVID advice I have for anyone, is if there's a player that already had COVID, that's who I would draft because you know they they can't get it again, right? It's COVID kind of like you, I think I, I think you can you can get it again. I think so. I heard you can't get the same strain, kind of like the flu. I don't know if this is just fake news or something. But I heard yeah, COVID is like true. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's less likely that they'll get it again, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess we can. That's just... a good strategy. Yeah, definitely. It is right. That's a strategy to think about. Um, take those. Guys. Guys, yeah, I have to look up that stat uh, before we do the draft and see. <laughs> they, might, they might bump up uh, some of these guys up a few rankings here. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's let's hop into this third round. I'm okay, yeah. They're uh, gonna kick us off. So for my 25th pick, I uh, went with Rudy Gobert. Uh, he oh. is your like classic big man. Just gets tons of blocks, tons of boards. Points aren't great, but the field goal percentage is huge. Um, and yeah, there's a few big guys still left, but not any in particular that can provide as many blocks as he can. So if you you want you want to like shore up your blocks or like you're desperate for blocks, uh, I wouldn't blame you for taking him here. Uh, but he's also He's kind of a punt free throw guy. He doesn't have as much volume on his free throws usually, but he can certain weeks he'll definitely like destroy it. So I wouldn't say he's a full punt free throw, but he is kind of on that list. But yeah, um, what do you think? Um, I don't love it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't love this Colbert pick here. <laughs> I think I think there's still a lot of guys before him that I would take personally. Um mm-hmm. but your your analysis of him is correct. Um, you know, he'll get you the blocks and rebounds and good at field goal percentage and he doesn't k- kill you in the free throws. But I don't know, I just feel like his value's not there at, that early in this round. Uh, for for me personally, for my twenty fifth mm-hmm. pick. I would take Zach Levine. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, you don't like it? You don't like the Zach Levine? No, no, no. I- I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay. I'm like, okay. okay. Be- before you make a decision, let me sell you on why. So yeah, last season, he was he was already kind of breaking out last season. Like, he was borderline all-star last season already. Um, he's going to be the team-leading scorer. He was already dropping 25 um, points a game, four rebounds, four assists, and, a, and one and a half steals. Um, he, he was jacking up three threes a game last season, <laughs> last season, and he's pretty efficient from the field, like 45% from the field, 80% from the line. And I just think he's going to take a step in the right direction and become a bona fide all-star this season. He will make the all-star game this season, I believe. And the big reason being is because they have a new head coach, Tom Thibodeau, who's known for driving his players into the ground. This guy will be <laughs> playing 40 minutes a night, every night. Unlike last season where Jim Boylan was doing stupid things like benching him for not playing defense and just weird lineups and shit like that. I, I trust Tom Thibodeau to just give him so many minutes that he just can't fail. <laughs> and... And he's still the clear-cut best player on the Bulls right now. Clear-cut. Like, there's no one... There's, I don't even know who the second-best player is right now on that team. Yeah, it's probably, like, Markinen or 
uh, probably Markkinen. Yeah, and and you're not seeing that with confidence. You know, you're not seeing oh he's the second best player. Yeah, it's um, like maybe that, Kobe White or yeah uh, Wendell. So, so yeah, I, I think Zach Levine is gonna be the best player in the third round. I think he'll he'll crack the he'll crack the top twenty four this season by the end of it. He's gonna knock somebody out of the top twenty four. I feel so. For my twenty sixth pick, I put in Donovan Mitchell. Uh, pretty much the same reason why I put him in as Zach Levine. He's the best player in the Jazz, and if you look at the stats, he actually gets you very, very close to Zach Levine. They're like pretty much identical. Um, and yeah, I think he even he may not take a huge leap. I honestly feel like this is what you're gonna get, but those are very, very solid numbers. And I think overall value, that's that's where he is on my list, number twenty six pick. Okay. Um. Yeah, they put pretty much the same player. Stat wise, it's interesting. Um, my 26 pick, I went with uh, Vucevic. Uh, I know it doesn't surprise you at all because you know how much I love this guy. Uh, he's overall just uh, gets you a bit of everything. So he's like a, one of those guys that gets one block, one steal, one three, and super low turnovers, one, 1. 1.4. Uh, there's even a couple games where he'd flirt with a triple-double. I don't think he'll have that same um, playmaking role, but the assist will still hover around four, and then obviously he gets you a double-double. So, yeah, it's super, super friendly, all-around player. Can't go wrong with him as they're big. Gucci, and man. then, yeah, my uh, 27th pick is another big. I think we're... Seeing a trend where you, you just favor uh, guards, and I'm favoring bigs in this ranking. I went with uh, Nurkic. Uh, yeah, that might be the case. Let's continue <laughs> and see. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Nurkic. He's got. He came back uh, from that leg injury. I think he had a broken uh, tibia or something. But he he kind of went straight to it in the playoffs and was putting up huge numbers. And even before he got hurt. Uh, he was double doubling, averaging two blocks a game at 1.5 steals. Uh, if he can even get like remain anywhere close to that, he's definitely a third round player, maybe even like a second round player. Um, and yeah, him and Millard work really well together. So he's got good free throws, good field goals as well. So he's just another guy that is just a really all around good big. They won't hurt you anywhere. Yeah, I the Vucci, the Vucci I wasn't too surprised on. Um, I think that's kind of your spot you would put him in. And Nurchich, yeah, I'm not surprised either, but I guess our values are a little different. <laughs> so you'll hear it when it comes, if it comes. <laughs> Big word oh, here. Okay. Excellent. But, uh, Excellent. Yeah, it's 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 a funny observation actually. But let's, <laughs> you like the bigs, I like the smalls. But we'll we'll see. Um, my twenty seventh pick is John Collins. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, but hey, let's, this this uh this might be the end of a trend. <laughs> <laughs> so I did put John up here. I think last season he was out for most of it due to a PED. So. Hopefully the Baptist doesn't go through that again. Um, his value did go down because of Clint Capella arriving in Atlanta. 
and they do have a they do have a lot of forwards. So I'm just a little bit worried about his playing time. He I think last season he ended up being like early second rounder end of the season value, and I think he drops. So he's going to take a dip in his numbers, and he's going to end up in the third round ish. He could be a solid big, consistent. Uh, he'll he'll be a. I feel like he'll be a twenty and nine guy this season. Um, he can still hit threes for a big, great field goal percentage, amazing, uh, amazing free throws for a big, and he'll get you like one and a half blocks a game. I think that will probably go down with Clint Capella being there. He might not be playing center for as much. Sure. Yeah. So expect a dip in the blocks. Expect a dip in rebounds. But I think the buckets remain. Clint Capella is not like a high-scoring guy, so I think John Collins is still the second-best player on that team. But I think there's going to be nights where they're just so loaded and they have so many guys that need minutes that John Collins might, some nights, just won't get the minutes to perform, especially if he struggles. So that's that's kind of why I bump into third round, but I still think he'll give you that value. Um, yeah, you just gotta hope Gallinari doesn't get going or Clint Capella exactly. is beasting. Or they need to like play some sort of small ball, right? They have what three small forwards there now. Mm-hmm. Cam right. Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, who they, they, they got Bogdan, Bogdanovich, Herder. If if like two of those guys start like dropping bombs, like just going off on threes, I I can see John Collins just not playing, right? Yeah, <laughs> just he'll just jump. take a back seat. Exactly. So, and my for my twenty eighth pick, I have De'Aaron Fox. Last season he had that ankle injury and he missed most of the season, but I think he's still the best player on the team. He's kind of like a John Wall light when he was healthy. Um, he'll get you over twenty points. He'll still average one. Of, he'll be one of the top like higher averages of assists you can get, and he's already getting one and a half steals, so I don't see that really changing. His role's pretty safe in Sacramento, and if they want to even make a playoff push, not saying that they're going to make it, but if they want to make even a push for it, um, De'Aaron Foss has to stay healthy and play, so yeah, I'll put De'Aaron Foss there. Nice. You know, it's funny. Um, so my 28th pick is actually the exact same. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. Hey. Uh, we finally agree on one of these picks here. Finally. Uh, yeah. All everything you said, basically. Um I do I I think he takes a step forward this year as well. And that is his team. They're trying to build around him. So yeah, I see the assist coming up. Um the steals should remain the same, the box should remain the same, points should come up, threes hopefully come up with it. And yeah, it's a good spot for him. Um, my next pick is Shea Julius Alexander, um, and almost the same reasons as Fox. I think he is taking another big step. No more Chris Paul there, and they're basically telling him like it's his ball, it's his team. Um, so hopefully, with that new responsibility on his shoulders, he kind of steps in and. You know, just starts cranking up those assists a bit, uh, and yeah, he's the he's gonna be the number one guy. So uh, he he was already like he's already always been like a really smart player, and now he's found it weird that the Clippers gave him up. 
So, yeah, I think he takes a step forward, and he's a good spot to take him in the third round here. Yeah, the Fox pick, I like it value-wise because we had the exact same thing. I'm just a little surprised that you didn't list, like, Levine and Donald Mitchell over him. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess he does get more assist than both of them. So I, I can kind of see why, if, if that was the reasoning. Yeah, um, the assist. The shy one, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the shy one. Um, I'm, I'm going to spoil it. I don't have him on my third round at all. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, There's something about him. Like, He's a smart player, and I agree with you there, but I just... I feel like CP3 did more good for him than we think. And with CP3 gone, I'm kind of scared that I don't, I don't think... I have a weird feeling he's not going to be able to lead that team. He's not going to... Mm. Put up those monster numbers. Yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think CP3 was there to lead him and kind of show him the way. And he honestly plays a little better off the ball like a shooting guard, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, he could become, you know, a monster. But I just have a weird feeling he's not. So <laughs> I don't love that pick for you, but he's he will be on the list eventually for me. Um, so for my 29th pick... I went with D'Angelo Russell. Nice. Um, he, you know, he's he's there with Towns now. He should be happy. No more snitching. Um, no more snow. <laughs> no more self snitching. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, he was he was playing very well. I think he was an All Star in the East for Brooklyn before they moved him. So. Um, I think he's rookie Rubio. I think will take away some assists now that Rubio's back, but I think his points will still be up, and he'll still give you a lot of threes, and you know, good free throws and assists. So, yeah, I think I just really value the point guards, and I I, I think I put him there, right under De'Aaron Fox. Um, yeah, that's fair. I'm okay with that. But yeah, so my thirtieth. Pick is Brandon Ingram. Uh, okay. Wow. He is actually the only small forward I have on my third round, and I kind of did it because I think position-wise, probably the, one of the better small forwards you can get a little bit outside of this top two rounds. Um, he was already putting up amazing numbers, and every year he's taking a step forward. And clearly, last season he was what putting up twenty-three points, six rebounds. Four assists and a steal. Uh, he was putting up two and a half threes a game and efficient in both field goal and free throw. So he's kind of like, like he looks like Jason Tatum, to be honest, uh, with those numbers. Yeah. Oh, wow. But the only thing is, with, oh, wow. doesn't he? Um, Somewhat, somewhat similar. Somewhat similar. I, hang on. Uh, I got to look at this. This is. He has better field goal than Tatum than last season. He had better free throws than Tatum. He has more three. Oh no, Tatum has more threes. The points are identical. Less rebounds, more assists for Ingram, and less steals. So I don't know. They they they're like pretty much identical in my book. It, Tatum's got more blocks. Oh yeah, Tatum uh, point nine to point what. Four probably point six. 
<laughs> yeah. So that's kind of why I, I put him exactly one round. Well, not exactly, but I put him one round under Tatum in my own ranking. I think Tatum mm-hmm. was like, what, two rounds ahead in your ranking? So <laughs> this, this is a very logical spot for me to put Brandon Ingram. Uh, okay. Yeah, just looking for Zion, I think. He's he's like the... If if he gets a lot of minutes, I don't know how that he's going to affect Ingram, but should be consistent, I think. Yep. Um, so I actually have, again, we agree on our 30th pick here. I put Ingram right there. Nice. Um, I think, yeah, you'll... He should do about what he did, maybe a bit less with Zion there. That's the thing that scares me, uh, puts me off of him, is like how much Zion might take the ball out of his hand. But uh, hopefully he can kind of maintain those numbers and remain around this area. And yeah, the the small forward position really does kind of dry up. Uh, after this, him and one other player that I will be mentioning soon. Um, so yeah, my, <laughs> you already know who it is. Uh, my thirty-first pick. No, I, I actually really don't. I, that's my only small four I have in this round. So whoever you say okay. is, gonna, is he's going to surprise me, probably. Okay. <laughs> uh, it won't surprise you once you hear his name. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so for my thirty-first pick, I went with Drew Holiday. Um. Originally, when I made my list, I had, actually had him a bit, a couple rounds lower, and then I went back and put him up uh, two or three rounds. Uh, I just think the assists are starting to dry up here, and if he assists, he's your guy. He's a point guard, um, and yeah, he's really good defensively for those defensive stats. He's almost another like one block, one steal guy. It'll be interesting to see him um, play around Giannis and see if his assists can also crank up a bit as well. So, yeah, I think it's a good spot for him right at 31st. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's not too bad on the Drew Holiday, um, but I like the Ingram one. I think you're exactly right. (laughs) Well, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, for my 31, I took Bam Adeyabayo. Uh, I know you took him oh, like around earlier. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot you didn't him have him yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think his numbers are going to be very similar to last season. Uh, 15 points is not a lot, especially in the third round. And that's kind of why I have him a little bit lower. Um. He'll, I think he'll still be like a point four type of player. He'll still get his rebounds. Uh, the defensive stats, the stakes are going to be there for sure. It's just, I feel like with the emergence of Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero in the playoffs, it does affect Bam a bit, especially in the points department. So I'm kind of a little bit scared of that. And yeah, it's, it's just those points. They they don't they don't excite me. So I kind of dropped him, but he is. Still a great player, still a third rounder in my opinion. Um, but I think at his value assists more than the rebounds. Um, that's kind of why my list of point guards are all up there. Um, whereas I think you value the board, the bigs more, so you have your bigs higher up. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thirty-one is Bam, and then my thirty-two is John Morant. 
I think, you know, he's he's pretty much one of the last of the great, like the good point guards you're gonna get. Um, last year he was already the leader of the Memphis Grizzlies. He played really, really well for a rookie, um, and I think this year he'll take a step forward. I think he'll crack 20 points a game. His assists will still be very, very good at over seven. And hopefully he'll start get, averaging at least one steal a game. And I think that really shores up his value there. And his, you know, his field goal is already really good because he attacks the rim. Uh, free throws can maybe just bump up a little bit, but he's not bad. So that's, that's where I have him. 32, uh, John yeah. Morant. I don't love that I don't believe in him as much as you do, definitely. Um, I, I'm not sure if he can increase what he did last year. I just don't really trust him, but uh, yeah, he's not going to be on my list here yet, spoiler. at least not in the third round. I don't think he's going to put up, <laughs> yeah, spoiler, I don't think he's going to put up third round numbers. Uh, That's tough. I, I think honestly, his his assist alone should put him up here. He, you're not gonna get seven assists again after this round. Popping. Like he wasn't really popping for me. Like the lack of defensive stats and for sure, no, for sure, that, that's kind and of, boards. Yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah. kind of hollow. That, that's com- that's exactly why I was, this is such a hard list to make. Like I was looking at those numbers and I was like, does he really belong here? But I don't know. It's a second year. If he takes a step in the right direction, he gets you at least that one steal and maybe at least that one three. I think he he'll end up being here. Yeah, I mean he could take the step. I just I don't believe. Don't believe it. It's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't believe in I don't believe in some players too. And it's kind of like (laughs) it's it's that weird feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I got Zach Levine here. And. Yeah, I think so. It really depends on when these guys start going. So when you start seeing like the guards going, you start you can move them up where you have them. Whereas if you start seeing the bigs going and you want bigs, then you can move the bigs up where I have them. So it really depends on how the draft's going in your league. You can really like flip. You can almost flip our third round upside down, and it'll be similar. It just depends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the reasons you said, Zach Levine, it is his team for sure. Um, and yeah, he kind of surprised me last year. I didn't, I never really thought he was like that great of a player, but he really came through last year for his dra- his owners, especially where they drafted him. Thank and you. Then, <laughs> and then for me, it's Donovan Mitchell next. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Donovan Mitchell, I had higher originally where Drew Holiday was, and then I decided to flip them, uh, those two spots, just because I believe in Holiday more. Um, yeah, Mike Connolly, I think he's going to be starting again, so I don't really see Donovan Mitchell improving on his numbers. He might take a slight dip, but I could also see him like really taking the next step. Um He's kind of a question mark for me. I don't really have a read on what's going to happen with him, but I think it's safe to take him right here. And yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
for my 33 pick, I have Pascal Siakam. He's mm-hmm. and there's no there's no Toronto bias. It's just I think he will be a third rounder and a solid one. Uh, last season he was already our number one option on the team. His numbers aren't so bad. Um, he he kind of has like small four numbers. Um, even though he's a big and. Hopefully he adds more than a spin move to his arsenal this season. <laughs> and I think that would definitely put his value up. But yeah, I think he's a safe third rounder. Um, safe across the board, gets you a little bit of everything. Doesn't really hurt yeah. you anywhere. So. I really wrestled where I was going to put him. Yeah, and he shoots threes for a big. So I think that's that's some great value. But he doesn't hurt you anywhere. Um, yeah, he's he's hard to place. Yeah, it's just he's not like there's nothing eye popping about him, but it's just he's so good, he's just so efficient, and can't really not put him on the board, you know. <laughs> it's one of those kind of like you you can't leave him off, but you don't know where to put him. So, for my thirty fourth pick, that's where I put Rudy Gobert. All the reasons you said, he's the defensive anchor for the Utah Jazz. He's a efficiency specialist with rebounds and blocks. Um, and yeah, I think his numbers will be exactly the same as last season. I don't, I don't see him getting better. I don't see him getting worse. There's no competition there. So that's where he is. Yeah, I just don't know if Siakam's going to get any better. That's the thing that worries me about that pick. He might just put up the same. Yeah, so my 34th pick, um, I went with uh, one of my favorite players. In Chris uh, Middleton, Ooh. <laughs> um, I think he takes on a similar role that he had last year. Uh, they switched out Bledsoe and uh, brought in Holiday. Uh, it definitely so if they ended up getting Brogdon, I'd be scared for Middleton's value a bit. I think he would have took a, a bit of a hit, but. Um, yeah, they love Middleton over there, and he just gets you exactly what you need. Just four, four, 1.5 steals, and some games he just pops off. I think he's not like the most exciting pick, but he definitely does what you need him to, and he's pretty healthy. So, yeah. Um, after that, the 35th pick, I went with Draymond Green. Um, he had a bit of an off year last year. But history has shown that he's a pretty solid player. He can flirt with a triple-double. Um, he'll help you with those out-of-position assists. And he can he's almost a 1-1-1 one, 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 one guy, like 1-3, one, one uh, steal, one block. So, But he's kind of a, a – he's almost one of those free-throw punt guys. So that's the only concern. And his points are low for this spot. So – you might have to catch up on those later, but yeah, I like the assist. Oh man, I don't instead. know. I don't know about those last <laughs> two ones. I think I think they're your two worst ones. <laughs> Middleton was already falling off last season, and I think he's falling out of favor for me. Javon <laughs> Green was did the exact same thing. He kind of imploded last season. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the trust is there. You know, I I just can't. I don't know if I can trust them again after they kind of fell off. 
It's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's yeah, yeah, I think those are your two glaring ones that I don't like. Damn, right after you those two, I'm so, <laughs> you think so those will bite me, eh? <laughs> yeah. So disappointed. Um <laughs> for my thirty fifth. <laughs> I'm gonna snipe him again just for fun. <laughs> uh my thirty fifth pick is Nikola Vucevic. Your exact reasoning. Um Orlando's number one guy, Jonathan Isaac, is out for the season, so that only increases his value. Um, he's he's a one steal one block guy, but sometimes he's not. So like the defensive stats kind of come and go for him. I find it's not always consistent. So I don't. That's kind of why I have him at the lower of the list. He, his defensive stats aren't as consistent for me. So kind of dropped it on there. But like you said, everything on offense. He's got it. Efficiency. Um, he may shoot threes and he'll get you 10 boards. So, and low turnovers. So, definitely, he definitely deserves to be on this third round list. And then for my 36 pick, another Toronto Raptor. I think I got Fred Van Vliet. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, he just got his big contract. He will hopefully get better. And if anything ever happens to Kyle Lowry, his numbers will only skyrocket. Um, he's already been putting up, I think, third-round numbers last season with the assists, the steals, threes, and the points can go up. I, I'm really hoping he like, gets up to at least 19, 20. Um, but yeah, the, the only problem with him, I think, is the, the field goal percentage. Uh, other than that, I think, I think he ends up being the end of the third. Pretty good pick there. In my opinion, so I got him up there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a little high for him. I'm not completely sold on Banfleet, like we talked about. I don't know a couple episodes ago, but um, yeah, I'll take it. Like you really, for desperate for like assists and stuff. Um, yeah, for me. Uh, you already drafted. I took D'Angelo Russell here. Uh, threes kind of like went crazy last year. He was averaging like three point five, and now that he's in Minnesota, I think he can go back to like how he was in Brooklyn, like just having fun. Because I know they got um, Rondé. <laughs> they basically have that whole bench role that was always like having a great time on the bench, like freaking out when guys made shots. I don't know if you remember that in Brooklyn. <laughs> But yeah, they yes. brought all three of those guys back, which is hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I think they're going to be having a, a lot of fun over there in Minnesota. I know him and Towns get along pretty well, so hopefully they develop some chemistry on the floor and really get each other going. Yeah, I'm really high on D'Angelo Russell. I believe uh, these numbers can, are going to go up for sure. But I'm higher. Yeah, you are higher. <laughs> That's why I, I didn't mind the pick there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch Minnesota next year or this year. Yeah, they're gonna be a fun team for sure. For yeah, sure to watch. Yeah, so I think our list was pretty good. Um, like like you said earlier, we even flipped them. It like it would still be a valid list. Um, I yeah. value guards more. You value bigs more. But yeah, anywhere, it's always interchangeable in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for um Middleton and who's your guy? 
green. You don't like Middleton green. green. Yeah, those two, two. I would just bump those two out. Those are those are my two ones that I wasn't <laughs> thinking you would do. Yeah, because they kind of fell off. But I, I wasn't sure about Ingram. So high. Ingram so high. I like, it. but Ooh, we did the same I spot. Guess. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even me putting him there, I was super debating it. But yeah, for me, your jaw Morant is way too high. Uh, other than that, I'd say it's pretty good. Um, pretty good this year. Yeah, and Van Fleet was a bit high for me as well. Ooh, but everything else, like it makes sense. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind Siakam. Like I didn't take Siakam, but I wouldn't mind him. Like I wouldn't blame you for there. And same with Collins. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even, I don't even have him yet, but. You have them near the front, and I don't yeah. blame you. Like I, I could see them going there. Like I am doing it. Like I personally wouldn't take them so high, but I see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I, I don't know if you have any tips for the third round, but I think personally, in the third round, it's this kind of where you should be trying to get what you need. So I know the first two rounds, you usually draft just based on value, and obviously you try and pair them. But outside of that, yeah, like the best round, players. Is, yeah, I think third round. This is where, like, if you realize, oh crap, you know, I'm I'm kind of lacking an assist. Like, I don't really want to straight up punt. Then you just need to get a point guard at all costs. Or if you're in, like, you know, like, oh, I have, I, you know, you got like 80 in the first round, and you got like a guard in the second. You're like, oh, I want to shore up the blocks. This is the spot to get it because after these, yeah. after this third round, you're not really gonna get these. Specialists, you're not gonna get guys that are getting you over seven assists. You're not gonna get guys getting you over like one and a half blocks, right? You're just, you you start kind of the drop off is huge, pretty much from what you. Yeah, used. it's very true. It starts to like specialize and it becomes like they're good in four categories, and then it goes yeah. like three and then two. So yeah, you're not gonna get yeah. guys. Uh, yeah, like Nurk and Vooch, they're putting up big points. And defensive, you know what I mean? Like big boards, and you're not gonna get guards that are putting up that many assists and points. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, if you, so, if you see if the third round, like all the guards are going, then and you need one, you should, you can kind of scroll down a bit and find D'Angelo Russell or um, any of these, like Mitchell Levine, like Shea. Yeah, you gotta start scooping. And if yeah. you see the bigs going, you know they're gonna run out quickly too. Exactly. So you can follow the, follow however your league is drafting. If don't don't assume you can wait to the next round because you're not gonna get them unless you're at the, at the turn for some reason. But if you're in the middle somewhere, you're you're probably not gonna get the guy you want. So you, you may have to reach, and it's not even really a reach to get the guy that you need. Um, yeah, don't... exactly. Because if you take off one stat, they shoot up in value. Exactly. That's exactly it. So don't at this time like don't don't just go for value. Go for what you need, and that kind of goes for all the rounds. Well, not not really. I think some rounds later on, that's where you go for like um potential. But we'll keep that for another day. This is <laughs> this third round is just get what you need and get out. Honestly, yeah, I think the third yeah. round will make or break your entire team. Mm. Would you, would you say that? I mean, yeah, if you draft like the wrong guy and now your team has like a really weird build where you're punting too many categories like if you take a, a free throw punt guy early and then you take like a guy that really a lot of his values tied into his free throws like Middleton or Levine or one of those guys then you really are kind of screwing yourself pretty badly 
well, I don't even think it's that. It's like, let's say you're average at assists, and then you come to this third round and you don't fire, like, you don't get another assist guy to back up your, you know, like, I don't know, let's say you get like a Trey Young and you go double bigs. It, I feel like it kind of really yeah. weakens that category for you. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it, true. Right? You you become like amazing at one cat, and then all of a sudden you don't take someone in the third and you just become average. Like it, you can win with certain weeks, but you'll lose certain weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you got to watch um, what other players are doing in your league or other commissioners. And then yeah. there's a tool in Yahoo you can kind of see where you are in each category, like, uh, like value-wise. So kind of go based off that and try and keep yourself strong in yeah. at least four categories, I'd say. That, that's such a great tip. Like, I don't even use that tool myself. I know it's there, but I don't use it. And it's something I should be using. That's definitely something... I always forget about it till after the draft, to be fair. It's not like I, I know about it, but I don't remember it, is what happened. <laughs> yeah. So you draft and draft, and then at the end, you're like, wait, this thing was counting all my numbers for me? I had to do it in my head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real. You have to go through each team and like see who they have. Let's just summarize for everyone. Um, yeah. So my 3.1 was Zach Levine. My 3.2, Donovan Mitchell. 3.3, John Collins, 3.4, Darren Fox, 3.5, D'Angelo Russell, 3.6, Brandon Ingram, 3.7, Bam Adeyabeo, 3.8, John Morant, 3.9, Pascal Siakam, 3.10, Rudy Gobert, 3.11, Nikola Vucevic, and 3.12, Freddie Van Vliet. And then for the winning side, um... <laughs> 3.1, Gobert, 3.2, Vucevic, 3.3, Nurkic, 3.4, Fox, 3.5, Shea, Julius Alexander, uh, 3.6, Ingram, 3.7, Holiday, 3.8, Levine, 3.9, Donovan Mitchell, 3.10, Chris Middleton, 3.11, Draymond Green, and 3.12 to finish it off, D'Angelo Russell. Man, I really, really hope we're right beside each other. We will not be sniping each other at all. Oh, yeah, we're going for opposite things. Opposite things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I'm six and you're five. I don't think I like the middle of the season. I think I'd rather be at one of the... Uh, I actually might prefer being number 12 or 11, to be honest with you. Uh, Yeah, I'm okay with being at the end or the beginning. Yeah, the, yeah. The bad, middle. the bad area is like the middle this year. Like last yeah. year at the end was terrible. Like after seven, I think last year was terrible. That's right. Yeah, last year the the first if you got like a first three pick, you're good. If you got the end, you were not in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the first three for sure this year. Maybe top five. I don't mind top five. Yeah, I do top four. Top four, bottom three. So where I would happily take. Yeah, yeah, I prefer top and bottom as well. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, but no, yeah. knowing my luck, I'm gonna get dead ass six. That's what always happens to me. I always get what I don't want, pick wise. It's okay. You got a couple uh, fools in the league that you can convince <laughs> to get you into the bottom there if you want. 
That's true. That is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that concludes our episode. Um, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram at Easy Money Fantasy. And I think next episode, we're going to do the fourth round, right, Romeo? Yeah, I'll take the fourth round and then maybe the fifth round uh, and then yeah. maybe a mock. We'll see. Yeah, we still got a lot of time. We'll, we'll try and pump out as much as we can. Yeah. I think. I mean, we'll do like a, um, like some sleepers and bust picks or something after as well. For sure, yeah. Tons of things. Basketball's coming back. Just be happy. No COVID. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, hopefully the cure comes out and we're good. Back to normal. Yeah, that's true. Cool. All right. See you guys.